The Nintendo Drive is fueled by patrons at patreon.com slash and from the bottom of my heart, I am so grateful to the nearly 70 patrons who support us each and every month with our special thanks to our Capremium producers, Dallas Ford, Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team, and Jonathan Brown, the man behind the music on this show and the Xbox Drive. You can support Jonathan at youtube.com slash Entertainment. Our platinum producers, Robbie Bobby Miller and Trucker Sloth. Our gold members, Argo, Benji Kong, Brendan Myers, Dallas Robbins, Dano, Emily O'Kelly, Foolish Fuji, Heather Boney, James Johnson, Joel Brooks, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, RJ Kern, Skinny Matt, and Xavier Reyes. If you enjoy this show and you'd like to support independent content, you can go to patreon.com slash Yumi Capri and choose the tier that's right for you. Now, on with the show. Hey everyone, it's me, Sean Capri. I'm in my car and you're listening to the Nintendo Drive. I'm on a Skype call with my friend Console Kato, the sauciest potato, and on our journey today... I'm in my mother-in-law's car, and it smells real sweet in here, so jump on into the Nintendo Drive. Ball! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was nothing weird, to do Sean. with the show. That's the best intro we got. We just shut it down. We're done. This is the last episode of the Nintendo Drive. It doesn't get any better than that. How are you, Kato? But you were very excited at the beginning, <laughs> and it got me excited about the show today. So mm-hmm. there's that. Mm-hmm. And then it took a weird turn <laughs> there at the end. It has a it has a particular smell. It's very it's very mother in law smell. It's not necessarily a grandma smell, which she is. But I the, one of the reasons I bring it up, among others, because there are many reasons to bring something like this up, <laughs> is um, this is my old car. We had the same we had the same car back in. I think 2011 or 2012, something like that. I bought my first new car, which was a Toyota RAV4. And um, I got such a good deal on it. I was really happy with it. And my mother-in-law, who was you know new in my life at that time, she's like, oh, that's a really nice car. And she went to the dealership and she bought the exact same thing. Same color, same trim, same everything. Uh, I have <laughs> since sold my car, but she has kept it. And so I'm back in my old, this is where the energy is coming from. I'm, I'm back in my old 2011 Toyota RAV4, and it's um, it just doesn't smell like I left it. You know what I mean? Right. You feel young and inspired, and mm-hmm. you're ready to go. Yeah. Does this it smell is... like like cookie sweet? Or... <laughs> no, it smells like what? um, it smells like covered Perfume? up cigarette smoke. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. yeah. It's, it's um, strong, strong. Like uh, what is it? Car? What do you call it? like the the tr- the like the, the trees, tree yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's that yeah. plus cigarette smoke, yeah. Um, and wow. and then maybe a little bit of perfume as well. Like she does, it doesn't actually smell like smoke. Like you don't come in here and you go like, wow, this is a like I'm overcome by tobacco. That's not necessarily it, but you know that there's cover up kind of happening. That that yeah. much is clear. Uh, so I'm I'm inducing and I'm in, I'm ingesting chemicals all over the place, uh, but it's comfortable. Nice leather seats. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty spiffy. Normally, I drive in the truck, and it's kind of got, it's, it's a little sluggish. It's a bigger car, and this is, this is nice. I'm gonna feel low to the ground, and um, yeah, this is a bit of a callback for me. Feeling pretty good, Kato. Yeah, yeah since you asked, zooming around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, let's let's hop in here. Let's clean okay. the garage a little okay. bit. Just another reminder. Remind you every week, but you can listen to us obviously on your podcast service of choice: Apple Podcasts, Spotify. 
all that good stuff. But you can also listen to us on the Yumi and Capri YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Yumi Capri. We do have a an Apple podcast review this week. Wow. From Lockleth. The guilt trip worked. I did. <laughs> it did. <laughs> What's not to love about this podcast? What's not to love about these two lovely people? If you're a Nintendo fan, I highly recommend this podcast. Not only do Sean's intros, he's basically yelling, always make me laugh, but Kato's calming voice soothes my soul at the same time. Not only that, but these two know a lot about Nintendo, so give them a listen. You won't be disappointed. Now the we know a lot about Nintendo. That might be a little That's bit. That's a, a lie. Stretch, yeah, Lachlan, don't you but, don't have to. Uh, we, appreciate we appreciate the five it. stars, but you don't have to lie for us. We'll be truthful <laughs> yeah. about what we are and what we aren't. We do yell, or I yell at the start of the show. Uh, but yeah, no, no. And we know moderate. a mediocre amount. <laughs> exactly. Moderate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but that's okay that's so we don't have to know a lot this is just our take on it we're proving it so great about it Mm -hmm. i mean really the big deal is you driving the car really that's it yeah otherwise it's pretty pretty standard uh (laughs) nintendo podcast i think with you know less that it's a distraction the 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 drinks that i get on the show the yelling that i do the cops that i run away from it's all a distraction from the what is otherwise a pretty standard Paint by Numbers, Nintendo podcast. Yes. Okay, well, I'm excited to jump into the playlist this week. Because, if you recall, we played a game together this week. No way. Pokemon Unite. Oh, yeah, we actually played. I I thought you were talking about a different game. Yeah, we really did. Yeah, but maybe for the last time. (laughs) No, I was thinking you were talking about Wind Waker, and that would have been amazing. Oh, no, no. We'll get to that in a second, maybe. Uh, But we did. I forgot about that. Holy crap. We played played a game Mm -hmm. together. We did it. We did. And we'll probably never (laughs) play it again. So glad you forgot about me. (laughs) I'm so sorry. So quickly. (laughs) I know. I'm so terrible. I don't know why people are friends with me. (laughs) (laughs) You don't think you'll ever play again? Well, I'm, I'm no you. I'm worried about you. I, I really think the game is is super fun. Uh, even though you know we just got trounced, we I don't think we won a single game. Uh, but was I was worried fault. that you weren't having fun. I was having fun, but I get frustrated when I'm not good at something, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I feel like this is one of those games we talked about it that night. Yeah, that you have to you have to really know what you're doing, which, mm-hmm. I mean, is most games, let's be honest. It's just you have to pick and choose which ones you're going to invest your time into. Yeah. And I'm not sure this is the one that I want to invest my time into. Yeah. Um, and because you have to know what each Pokemon's special skill is. And I there's know. all these different options. Oh, and hang on a the second. One thing- Hi there. Can I please get a large Diet Coke and a medium decaf with two Splenda? Yes, please. Thank you. There's still just a dollar twenty-five, and like summer's is summer over for you? Do you count it like school's back for you? School's back. Summer's over. Yeah. yeah. No, we're still getting cheap drinks. Um, but yeah, I was I was worried you weren't going to play it. This is does seem like a game that uh, as time has been going on, maybe the people who are left over playing are the ones who are actually like studying it. Like we played with Joel Brooks, and like he knew he everything. Knows everything. He knows all the things. <laughs> Yeah, he knows everything about it. So that can be intimidating Which is good, a little bit. But you can ask him for advice and mm-hmm. what you need to do and all that stuff. But I still felt like I was very much just button mashing. Yeah. Which is the same thing that I do in Smash Brothers. Yeah. Which is why I'm so bad at it and which is why I don't ever play it because everyone else is just on another level. Mm-hmm. There, it's like there's no in-between. 
Yeah. I'm just like, can I just play with the people who are just starting like me? <laughs> right. So I can figure it out and then hop into. So I don't know if there's some kind of, you know, we need a training mode or something. Yeah. But I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of it. I didn't like how slow you are when you're moving. Yeah. Yeah, there's like the lanes where you get a bit of a speed boost, but basically when you get to the anywhere outside of those lanes or in your the other side of the map, it's very very slow and just it's just like crawling. just pick it up a little bit. You yeah. know, you can still have the differential, but I think yeah, the it's it's almost comically slow when you're on the other side. Did you play Thank anything you. else? I played and I fired up Wind Waker. This is going to be my next Zelda journey as much as I keep saying Pokémon is the 2021 is the year of Pokémon for me. 2021 might also be the year of The Legend of Zelda because my kids are obsessed and I am I'm here for it. I'm still early on in it, Kato, but I just wanted to let you know that I am going against something that I, I, I just can't even control it because it doesn't have inverted controls. Thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> so I can't. It has it has inverted controls in all the wrong ways. You can you can invert left to right, which what kind of monster is doing that? I want to know who you are. Um, the same monsters that are doing inverted period. Stop, stop. I'm allowed to say that's a that was a pointed. Yeah, I get I get it. I get the irony, but I really don't understand the left to right thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, you can also have it inverted up and down when you're looking in first person mode. So yeah, I feel attacked. I feel very attacked by this game. Um, but I'm gonna do it because I think it looks gorgeous. I am playing on the Wii U with my kids on the main floor. And I'm going to try and mix this in. There's a lot of games happening right now, to be honest. And like we'll get into the Indie World thing, too, where there's even more that just dropped. Um, but I, 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 I'm really excited to finally get into it. Like I'm, Now I'm saying it out loud. Now I'm saying it on a podcast. I've got to follow through on this one. Yeah. But have you ever played Wind Waker? I've never, I've never, like this is my first time. It's not even me like going back to it. I've never played any iteration of Wind Waker at all. I have not played Wind Waker. I really have not played that much Zelda. Mm-hmm. There's a which- lot. There's a lot of Zelda to play, yes. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's so hard for me to go back. Oh, yeah. And play stuff now, but I would love to again, mm-hmm. but there's just so many games. Well, Not this is time. this is one that should have been part of like the 35th anniversary. That's one of the things. There's a whole like there's no virtual console. Like the fact that this is how I have to play this game feels really crappy. Because yeah. I want to play it on my Switch. Um it's it's fine that I'm playing on the Wii U because like we have it, we just happen to have it plugged in. But how well would this game sell? Uh, we, I think we took one of the stories off the off the news items here, but like Skyward Sword was one of the best, if not the best selling games in in July. And I think there's even more love and adoration for this game than than Skyward Sword. So you got to think that this is coming at some point. So I might regret jumping to it on the Wii U at this point if it does come to the Switch later on but i'm i'm excited to jump in and then monster hunter worlds or monster hunter stories 2 uh is my is my bus game right now so i'm kind of just plugging away at that but nothing huge to report there Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i downloaded garden story oh did you and started playing it oh nice yeah that was on the indie direct is this little grape and you're going around and trying to fight off the rot that's overtaking your little town. It's so yeah, cute. I haven't gotten so very good. far in it, but mm-hmm. it's really cute. Oh, it's I'm really so cute. happy that you got that. I it was, I think that was like the first thing that popped up on the Indie World thing. That might have been the one. I thought it was actually a, a Slime Rancher thing, which then came on later. But you're right. You play as a cute little grape. Mm-hmm. There are so many things in this Indie World that I yeah. liked. Mm-hmm. So many. 
So let's go ahead and jump into that. Okay. Breaking okay. News. Good idea. Okay. So Indie World Showcase happened on August 11th. We talked about the fact that it was going to happen last week, and it did. And they announced several new things. Um, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk looks like a Jet Set Radio spiritual successor. Shovel Knight mm-hmm. Pocket Dungeon, which is an action puzzle game with dungeon crawling elements. Tetris Effect Connected comes out on October 8th. I was curious what you thought about this because I know you love you love your Tetris game I so really much. Do. Since Dr. Mario's going away, mm-hmm. maybe you can play this instead. Tetris Effect Connected, one of the biggest things on that is that it is cross-play. So Tetris Effect came out on PlayStation 4 a number of years ago, and then Connected came to Xbox last year, and it added multiplayer. And I think that it's really interesting being on, uh, it's actually on Game Pass on, on Xbox. I don't really hear too many people talking about it. But um, I would be, I think the multiplayer parts of it are really fun to just like jump on a, on a Skype call or a Discord call or something with, with your friends because God knows you can't have actual voice chat in Nintendo land. Um, and, and just sort of like, I don't know, you can be mindless about it. You can just turn your brain off and just kind of Tetris away or you can be really strategic about it. And it's it's such an experience. I do think if nothing else, it's just something that you should see and hear. And anybody who's old enough to remember Winamp back in the day, like we listen to MP3s, you have the visualization on and all the psychedelic like effects that you'd see. That's basically what Tetris Effect is, a wonderful soundtrack and um, yeah, just visuals like you've never really experienced before. Uh, it almost looks like if you if you close your eyes and push on your eyeballs <laughs> a little bit, that's oh what Tetris Effect is. We've all done it. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, that's That's the experience. Yeah. Yeah. I that's don't know if I one. want that experience. Well, in video game Pushing form, on my it's, eyeballs? it's not. Well, it, that's the thing. You get that. You get that. Uh, that visual, but you don't have to. You know, crush your your right. your ocular nerve <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to do it. Oh my gosh! No retina. Okay. No true retina damage. There was a lot of stuff too that is available now mm-hmm. that kind of dropped as the Indie World Showcase took place, including Garden Story, which I just talked about, Boyfriend Dungeon, Axiom Verge Two. Islanders Console Edition, Slime Rancher, which I am very excited about, and Curious Expedition 2. I've never played Slime Rancher, but I know Holly is very into Slime Rancher, Mm -hmm. and so I want to try it. Now that it's on the Switch, it looks like my type of game. There is a lot of, like, chill games. Like, this was very, this was a very Kato Indie Direct. A lot of, there was one that we didn't have on the list here. I think it was called Toem, which seemed like it was a, like a hand-drawn, almost like a, like you're going around taking pictures. Just it very, very, just hang out and turn your brain off with a lot of these games was the theme. I, was, <laughs> I, was, I, mean, I mean that in the best way possible. Turn your brain off. <laughs> just not, t- turn the world off. Like you don't have to Kato. worry. <laughs> turn your brain off. Damn it, that's, these are the, these are no, the ones that Kato can... <laughs> These are the games Kato can actually manage to get through. Oh, that did sound terrible. That did did sound awful. I get it. I get it. I do love a good cozy Cozy, yeah. You can listen to a podcast while you play it because you're not having to think about it. I get it. Definitely. Yeah, that sounds better. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Axiom Verge is a game that I've played before, and I honestly, like, I'm going to get kind of maybe buried on for saying this but i didn't love the visual style of it i thought it was like really dark and not i don't know not necessarily like visually appealing and of course it just seemed like a real classic callback to the original metroid axiom verge 2 i didn't realize was such a bright and colorful game and it's a prequel to 
the original Axiom Verge. And so I feel like that alone had me interested in in the sequel or prequel where I actually wasn't before and big time surprised that that actually dropped. Like it was an available now moment that maybe if there was like an audience there that that maybe would have had an actual reaction. But it's like Axiom Verge is available now. Like nobody was expecting that at all. It was it was a bit of a mic drop moment. And then I think that's where Shovel Knight came in right after that, which was like, holy crap, Shovel Knight's back. But kind of in a maybe in a bit of a junky way that I can't help but want to try what a strange thing to name your prequel to two mm-hmm. that's i don't i don't know if i like that but i know i saw a lot of people hyped for axiom verge too i saw a lot of people excited about a bunch of this stuff and mm-hmm. we will have a full list of everything down in the show notes all the games that came out like a link to all the games but yeah a lot of good stuff Boyfriend Dungeon is something on Game Pass that I'll probably play over there. And on the, the name of it alone had me wondering, but yeah. gameplay actually looks pretty good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It actually looks pretty decent. So I might actually give that a shot for maybe a little bit of time. All right. Well, Game Pass. I mean, Game spe- Pass. let's just get into it. Yeah. Speaking of Game Pass. Oh, nice one. <laughs> this is what I was so excited to talk to you about. Oh. <laughs> because the title of this is called... Kato was right. And For now. I just, I love that. I love it. I don't love that this is happening. Mm-hmm. So basically, the head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, shut down the idea that Game Pass is coming to any other platforms. We have no <sighs> plans to bring it to any other, any other kind of closed platform right now, mainly because those closed platforms don't want something like Game Pass, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you wouldn't want Game Pass, but I was right. The switches behind them mean nothing. Well, and that's what that's the like maybe asterisk behind Kato was right. Maybe they don't mean Game Pass, which I'm I'm okay to eat curl on this. I wanted to go for it. I want to try and put it out there into the universe that maybe this is something. Because <laughs> like, let's be honest. The other thing too is the whole like um, Steam Deck happened, which he did play. We'll talk about that. I'm sure on the Xbox Drive tomorrow, people should uh, should subscribe to that podcast as well. Talk about Xbox in the car. Um, so I mean, there could be still some Game Pass on the go. Maybe it's just not a Switch. Maybe we should look closer. Maybe they weren't Switches. Maybe he had a Steam Deck behind him. Maybe they were Steam Decks. Maybe they were actually something different. Yeah, just painted with Joy-Cons on the side and whatnot. Uh, It makes, I guess part of it is, I think you've made all the arguments towards why they wouldn't want that out in there. So he's basically saying everything that that you've said, where it doesn't actually make any sense for these closed platforms. And it it just like, it kind of cracks the door open for Xbox to really start to infiltrate maybe a bit of a Trojan horse. And I think that they're, probably smart for not letting xbox in to uh to sneak in like that yeah probably well does this change your mind at all about getting a steam deck well no i don't th- i oh, i think i'm still pretty close-minded about some of those things i think a steam deck and still that oled probably not at this point i the thing is like with that that steam deck is just going to be i think it's going to be enormous is, is one of the things. And I'm really enjoying just not having all of the things right now. I don't have a PlayStation 5. I still have my PS4. And, like, there's enough games. I have enough. I'm good. There's, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm okay on that front. Yeah. Uh, but, but yes, if you could play Game Pass on it, would that be enough for you? I don't know. Like, that's, I, I feel like it kind of gets into my Switch space. Like, I my handheld gaming, like, True. Nintendo really, like, nailed it. And they, now I've got like a, a closed wall to it. Like I don't I don't want anything else in that space. It was I remember like there was a time where I had like Vita and 3DS 
all at the same time. And that was, that was a lot, you know? So I, yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know if I need that, but I don't know. I, I also could be swayed by hearing other people's experiences, you know, that people are going to be getting their hands on it uh, at some point. It's maybe some people this fall, but maybe later on next year. And, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. There's lots on switch. Yeah. Like everything that you just said on the indie world, like I could play that for the next year, honestly. True. I would like to also address while we're talking about switches and the OLED and all of that good stuff, mm-hmm. a comment made on, I think the Xbox drive last week, who was it a week or two weeks ago? Who purchases a console just for one game? Oh yeah. Yeah. You. <laughs> and that would be me. That Literally would be me. multiple consoles for that same one game. <laughs> Yeah. I just thought that was so funny when I was listening to it. And I was just like, that's me. <laughs> I'm that person. <laughs> I'm, that is me. Anyway. Well, that's okay. clearly the thing, though. Like, that's clearly a thing. Whenever we see a game drop and people have been holding off, like, that's basically what happened with Animal Crossing. Like, on a big, big scale, we saw a, a lot of new consoles being sold. And you see that with basically every big game. Uh, a lot of consoles are being sold around that game. So, it's a, right. I think Ryan actually had a really good response to that. It's a, there's a, um, a tipping point, whereas that game maybe is the solo experience for some people, but maybe it's that plus a, a few other things that they finally pull the trigger on it. Right. Yeah. Okay, we do have a rumor this week coming from Kotaku. After months of rumors and speculation, Kotaku has learned from sources that Rockstar Games may be remastering three classic Grand Theft Auto games. It appears they will be released later this fall for a multitude of platforms, including the Nintendo Switch. Kato. I am not a Grand Theft Auto person. <gasps> oh, no. However, however, this is the most willing I would be to play it if it was on the Switch. And mm-hmm. if this is true, this thing is going to sell like hotcakes. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, this will sell. It'll be in the top 10. Like Forever. That. Yeah, just forever. Like just like mm-hmm. lock, like just move everything out of the way. Don't even. That's the thing. Like the, the the rumor here is that the game is coming out this fall. Which Donnie and I on Sweet Hangs, we're about to do like a thing where we're gonna like look at every game that's scheduled between September and December, and it is bonkers. Like this year is absolutely insane. And then you're gonna throw something like this in here. It feels like just a nuclear bomb is gonna go off this right. this year. And you're right. Like I feel like. Switch is really the if I could play this anywhere, I think Switch might be the the place that I want this this one or these ones. Right. Well, and this mm. is just another thing. If it's coming out in the fall, just another holiday release. You know, yeah. we were so concerned about holiday releases. Yeah. But this seems like it's coming out around that time frame. I mean, yeah. maybe the Switch didn't need some big like with this and Metroid. Um, yeah. Pokemon? Mario Party, Wario. Mario I mean, Party? that's the thing. We we could do it even just on this show, just for Nintendo. Like, there really isn't. It's, there's not a. I think there's not a dearth of game. Like, there's a lot still coming up. Yeah. There's just not a big monster game. I, I guess that is really is, is Metro. And for some people, that is the beast of a game. We'll see how it sells. It'll probably surprise even me. Um, but yeah, like there's there there are a lot of there's a lot of choice. And when Grand Theft Auto kind of enters the ring, you definitely take notice. And it just seems so almost like anti-Nintendo. This is not a typical type of experience that you would have in a Nintendo game, other than, I have to mention, like, China Wars on 3DS. Uh, so it's not like Grand Theft Auto has never been on on Nintendo. But man, this is... 
it's perfect. Like it doesn't, it, you don't need all the horsepower of all the other systems. Like it's almost like it feels most at home on the switch in a weird kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Speaking of Pokemon, um, the Pokemon company announced a Pokemon presents stream coming on Wednesday, August 18th at 6 a.m. Pacific, and it'll feature Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Pokemon Shining Pearl, and Pokemon Legends Arceus, which I'm excited. Me too. I'm excited to watch this. So it's tomorrow for us today. Yeah, in case people are wondering why we're not covering it. It hasn't happened in our current time timeline exactly. yeah yeah you have to know Kato. i'm gonna be sitting in front of my tv with a notebook and my glasses and a pencil and oh, i'm gonna be no. taking notes i'm gonna be <laughs> i'm gonna be studying like this is it i'm in on pokemon i'm very curious to learn all like i because i always kind of gl- um glaze over uh when when some in the past when pokemon stuff has come on or anything i don't really understand i'm like i don't get it cool for other people uh but this time i'm like i want to know who i don't know who the starters are like i don't know anything about these games i want to learn i'm in for it and then i don't know how to say the game that's coming out next year arceus uh i think it's arceus i I, i'm curious to see how that shows as well i think people have been watching that very closely over the last few months to see like maybe the first time we saw it it was a little framey a little choppy and maybe it's smoothed out since then i think we're going to be watching pretty closely to that because it seems like a very ambitious experience for pokemon so yeah man I've, I think I've chosen the absolute best time to jump into Pokemon, other than if maybe day one. they didn't fix the trees mm. in Pokemon Legends, I will riot. There's always <laughs> something. Because they look so bad. <laughs> they probably look pretty similar, but we'll, we'll pay, <laughs> we'll pay so special bad. attention to the trees. <laughs> yeah. Everyone watch for the trees. Mm-hmm. If they're not any better, we, I'll still we buy riot. the game, and yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you've bought in how many consoles and copies of Animal Crossing for far more egregious transgressions. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Animal Crossing. Yeah. Man, did you see they had a YouTube video come out? I was super excited because anytime I see anything Animal Crossing, I get excited. And it was mm-hmm. just them talking about Animal Crossing school supplies, like backpacks and stuff. Stop, stop. It was basically all the same stuff that they've already had out at Target for a year now. Wow. I'm just like, why are you guys doing this? Why they're are like, you featuring this stuff? <laughs> they're like a they're like a YouTuber who's just like can't get it together with their timing of their videos, except <laughs> right. they're the ones like they're the, they're Nintendo. It's like <laughs> we know this already. Like, what are you putting on yeah. this video now? This is old news. Um, quick update on my diet coke. It tastes like Captain Morgan's and Coke, actually. What? Yeah, it What's tastes a little bit strange. Diet Cokes. I don't know. This is this, like a new saga. Maybe me. It might actually when? be not. Maybe, maybe I had COVID. Maybe I can't taste anything properly at all. Wow. Because it was just, did you ever get one that actually tasted like Diet Coke? Are you going to the same place every time? I am going to the point? same place. I'm, I'm taking, I'm trying to mute my mic so that I don't um, slurp in the, because that's, that's how I typically drink in real life. It's a big like obnoxious like yeah i'm not even oh, gonna do no. it i don't really but i'm, <laughs> I'm uh, i don't know this doesn't taste this doesn't taste quite right but it's not hmm maybe i'll just am i drinking and driving right now <laughs> i think i've been poisoned well, anyway i went to hardy's this morning and i got i wanted to try they have these new french toast dips mm. and i am a sucker for a french toast stick i love the oh ones at sonic God. they're so yes. good so I order it, I get that, and a large Dr. Pepper, obviously, because I have to have my Dr. Obviously. Pepper. And I get to the window, and he told me, we don't have any syrup. What? And I was just like, 
okay, well, that would have been great to know when I ordered it because Mm -hmm. how am I just going to eat a dry French toast stick? (laughs) (laughs) So I was just like, okay. And I drove off and I ate dry French toast sticks. And I mean, they were fine, but dipped in syrup, it would have been... Oh, it's almost not even worth it. You almost it was upsetting. Were were you tempted to dip it into your Dr. Pepper? That would have been. Uh, I would have looked at it at least. Oh, and of course I didn't have any at home either, and I was very upset. Because I was like, maybe by some off chance we still have some syrup at home, but we didn't. Wow. That was that. I mean, I'm not Canadian, so I don't have... Just maple syrup. syrup. We just, my, yeah. yeah, just we would just tap the tree in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we do have one last news story. Minecraft Dungeons is the next Nintendo Switch Online trial. As with all the trials, if you're a Nintendo Switch Online subscriber, you'll be able to download the full game and play it for free for a week. And that is going on from August 18th to August 24th. People I should did play watch it. the little trailer of this. It looks cute. It, it is so good. cute. It's really good. It's if anybody has any interest in like a Diablo like game, but doesn't want to, you know, fight the devil. Uh, this is a re- really good option. Um, I actually think mm, is there cross play on this? I'm not sure if it really even matters. Uh, yes, there is cross play on uh, Minecraft Dungeons, so you can find other people to play with on other platforms. Of course, it's on Game Pass for Xbox. Um, but I really like this game. I, Ryan Turford and I and a bunch of others put a lot of time on this on, on Xbox. So I definitely wanted to highlight that today. I love that this is a thing that Nintendo is doing. This is a normal thing where I feel like almost every week you and I are talking about another game that you can play this for free. It's the whole thing. You can download yeah. the whole game. It's not even just a demo. You could, I mean, what the great thing is about this one is you can technically beep the game. You can technically like roll credits on it, but ultimately it's, it's a, it's a forever game. You can play this, uh, for, for infinite time. So I definitely think people should check this out. It's a nice little perk for Nintendo switch online. And I'm just, I'm happy to see it. Nintendo switch online. I mean, despite the shortcomings and we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. for the price of it, you really do get a lot. It's decent enough. Yeah. And I think that's where the discrepancy is between this and other online services is it's just so cheap. Yeah. That they just aren't investing. If they charge more for it, could they do more with the service? I don't know mm-hmm. the answer mm-hmm. to that. But I wish, I mean, I obviously don't want to pay more. I don't love paying more for things. But if it meant they could fix the problems that we have with it, I would enjoy that. I just think it's amazing how. You know, Bobby and I used to do the show if we ran Nintendo, and basically we would just misdiagnose everything because everything that we said they needed to fix, what we've learned over the last couple of years with Switch being so just monstrous in it in its success is that none of that stuff matters. Like <laughs> it doesn't matter to have like a really robust online system, which just seems so counterintuitive. How, how is that possible that you can have one of the most successful consoles in the history of video games and it's like the online service is lackluster. The the actual capabilities of it are non-existent. Like there's all these problems with it and it just doesn't matter. And it goes back to somebody said it like the name of the game is the game. Like the games are number one and they're really good on switch. And that's all those things matter so much more. 
and it just makes me sad because the the quality of life on it is so lacking sometimes it's so frustrating but when you matter. say it doesn't matter do you mean just for them to just sell sales. stuff it doesn't mm-hmm. matter it yeah. doesn't matter cuz they they people will buy it anyways and people just are clearly whether they do it consciously or unconsciously they're they rank that so much lower than any of us would want that want them to we want people to to value and make purchasing decisions on like is that how is the online experience but it's just does not it's not part of the calculus it's just not part of the considerations when people buy their games they go they buy it and they can play animal crossing like that's it and you multiply that across uh, a 35 or 37 million copies sold for mario kart and then the 20 some odd for for zelda and all the games it's like that is what matters they have such quality games that work like right out of the gates, for the most part, we've got maybe a Mario Golf or something like that that doesn't necessarily work right out of the gates. But for the most part, the first party and the the flagship titles that you get on Switch, they are rock solid. They're really robust. So Nintendo knows it's it knows the lane that it's in. It does it really really well. And it's just when you're slightly outside of that lane, it's just kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Well, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It is frustrating though. Mm-hmm. And we'll bitch and complain about that. People can count on that. Uh, we'll be here wasting gas, getting drinks at McDonald's that taste like alcohol, perhaps. And we'll be whining and complaining the whole time. Because what right. else are we going to do? Exactly. We have nothing else better to do. Exactly. Anyways, we do have a few questions this week. So let's jump into those. Seamus McIsaac, wow, I can't talk, at Famous Seamus, asked, What is the best Nintendo controller? Ooh, that's a good, this is a classic question, actually. This is also maybe, um, I feel like maybe he's trying to look inside of our psyche. Maybe there's something mm-hmm. to be said about people who like particular controllers, but what what are your you're thoughts? Not gonna, you're not going to like my answer. Oh, uh, is it GameCube? <laughs> no, I don't, oh. I didn't play the GameCube. No, that's right. Well, then that's it. I, I'll, any answer is fine then. GameCube is the only wrong answer. Is it? I think okay. so. Okay, my favorite, and this is mainly because I'm old, and I have arthritic wrists <laughs> <laughs> are the Joy-Con, specifically split Joy-Con. Oh, yeah, the no, that's only not a very good answer play. either. You're right. Yeah. It is the only way I play. I know Joy-Con drift is a thing. I get it. Everyone hates them. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But they have saved my wrists. Mm-hmm. So there's that. That's my answer. I like that. I, I won't, I won't, um, I won't begrudge you for that because you're right like yeah that's that's huge is yours um, in 64 no i thought that's actually what you were gonna say for some reason when you warned me <laughs> that i wasn't gonna like it i thought you were gonna say something like that which i wouldn't i wouldn't begrudge you for that either i could i could understand that but i will say that the d-pad on the n64 is aggressive it's like barbed wire it's like and because for the most part the only time that i ever used the d-pad on that was when playing things like killer instinct gold uh which if you're trying to do like a hadouken motion with that d-pad you're like say goodbye to your thumb it's just yeah i've got permanent damage from that one um my favorite is is probably an oldie but a goodie probably super nintendo controller i think is when i think about like a perfect controller I think that's probably it. Um, even even in the way where a game would get a little bit intense and you're really getting into it, and you'd maybe like squeeze it just a little bit more, you could feel it kind of bending. And you feel it bending, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it had kind of <laughs> like creak and crack crinkle. a little. Yeah. Yep, 
<laughs> yep. I think the the layout of it was perfect. I like the colors of it. The it's very simple. The the angles of the X and Y buttons, A, A and B. Even the addition of those, like going from the NES controller, which I had been playing, you know, for the early years, and then going from that to what is a much more complex, but still very straightforward, and we can understand like. Well, now there's bumpers, there's L and R buttons and the X and Y is like really, really good, especially because we were playing so much Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter and those types of things on on that. Um, Obviously, there's no analog sticks or anything, but I'm going to give a shout out to uh, at least for Nintendo. I think that was probably their best their best manufactured controller is actually a big reason why I was excited for the um, Super Nintendo Classic Edition. Because I wanted a, I always wanted a Nintendo manufactured SNES controller um, rather than picking up what had been available prior to that, like a lot of wannabes, third party type of things where you could um, play emulated games or ROMs with something like that. I just wanted a Nintendo made Super Nintendo controller. So that's the one. That's my favorite. That's your favorite. It's just so Mm -hmm. flat. Yeah. Yeah, but I like it. The cur, you know, like. My favorite controller is an Xbox 360 controller. Yeah. If yeah. we're going to talk about overall favorite controller, that's mm-hmm. definitely my favorite. But respect for the Joy-Con because, you know, I don't know if I could play something that close, you know, all the time. Especially yeah. in wireless like, is a big factor. Mode. Mm-hmm. Man, it was hurting. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, good point. Winter Gamer asked... What game franchise are you most nostalgic about, and which one do you wish you were more nostalgic about? Ooh. I am most nostalgic about Pokemon. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. I played the original Pokemon Blue, and I played Pokemon, I mean, really, like, growing up. I didn't fall off of Pokemon until... Probably like 3DS, and really that mm-hmm. was just because I got busy with school, and then I was in college, and then it's just yeah, you can only play so much Pokemon when you're in college, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it wasn't it wasn't that I was shameful of it. I mean, I I had an, a sign language class, and I signed the Pokemon theme song to my college class. So amazing! Um, I, I, didn't I know wasn't that. I wasn't embarrassed about it. I just didn't have the time to play it. But sure, that one is what I'm most nostalgic about. Which one are you? Man, I feel like I, I probably pretty standard in this. Like I definitely, I, I'm kind of wavering back and forth between Mario and Zelda. But one of the things that kind of, when I think of nostalgia, I think about like what happens when I'm hit with like a theme song. And for me, it's actually not Mario that, that pops up in terms of nostalgia, like emotion behind the nostalgia. It's actually, it is actually the legend of Zelda. And I remember when um, we got an opportunity to go to E3 and the Nintendo get dads um, connected us with Nintendo Canada. And I got to play uh, Link's Awakening uh, at E3 in 2019, I think it was. Um, I got like kind of emotional, like playing just at the title screen. And it was like, that song that the main theme song for legend of zelda is just like that's it i'm getting chills even thinking about it um i think it that's really that's what comes to mind when i when i heard this question it's it's zelda even though i haven't played every game i just i don't know that's there's something really really special about that one and the one that i wish that i was more nostalgic for is the one that everybody's excited about this year which is metroid i wish i had that that memory that a lot of people seem to have but i don't even know if that's 
that's on the same playing field, to be honest with you. I don't know if yeah. there's anything that can even match like what what emotions are kind of bubble up when I think about Zelda, when I hear the theme song and like every element about it when the when when you're running out of hearts and you've got like that annoying beeping sound, like for some reason that's a nostalgic memory for me or a nostalgic feeling. Or when you when you get a fairy, or when you're even just like selecting which save file you want to load up, like that song, like all of it. It is so good. The whole package of it, and anytime that's why I'm really enjoying my early hours of Wind Waker right now because a lot of that is just coming over really directly. I'm hearing those themes right away and uh, bringing me right back to, yeah, little little Sean with a mushroom cut haircut back in the early nineties. Right. Mm-hmm. right. See, Zelda is the one that I wish I was more nostalgic about. Yeah. Because I played it as a kid, and I watched my parents play it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I didn't play it enough, and I was never like beating the games. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't really get invested in one until Breath of the Wild, and like I know Breath of the Wild just came out a few years ago, but like I do feel a sense of nostalgia with that. Yeah. Um, but I wish I felt the same way about the other ones because it's just so mm-hmm. good. It like, really is. And I feel like when I think about nostalgia, like you said, the theme music, I think about games that I wish I could relive again for the first time. Yeah. Because like there's just that feeling of playing through a game the first time. You never get to play through it again for the first time. Mm -hmm. And so like Pokemon, I wish I could play that again for the first time and just experience the whole thing again. Uh, I feel the same way about Breath of the Wild, but I don't feel like that one is old enough for me to have like an actual nostalgia for it right um but that's kind of how i feel yeah there's so Um, much around it too for me for zelda like it's the 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 cartoon as well like back in the day there was a super mario brothers super show and then on fridays it would be it would be the legend of zelda or i think it would have been the adventures of link um and so that was very much it it fired up and it was like it was like the music and everything and excuse me princess was so good that was a huge reason why uh, that was part of my life back then and even the um, the the cartridges were gold. They were shiny. Like they were so special. Like the every they they nailed it. You didn't have that with Mario. Even like even their their number one guy, they didn't have that that special treatment. Um, so yeah, all of those reasons, it's it's got to be Zelda. Like nothing even comes yeah. remotely close. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Joel AK Falcon on Discord asked. Why is Nintendo so reluctant to give us what we really want, a new 1080 snowboarding or a wave race? Man. Because they don't want us to be happy. They really don't. We talked about this. It doesn't doesn't it doesn't matter. It's a it's a battered relationship. Um, the other thing too though, Joel, be care- careful what you wish for. I, I'm doing this with strikers. Like we got our golf game and we saw what we yeah, did with that. True. So maybe we we just like oh, dig up our old system. Wave race would be so bad. Like what would they do with it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if they <laughs> What if they messed it up? Maybe it's better. Yeah. It's not always a guarantee that if they remake something or bring it back, that it's going to be better. But some, I mean, that's where virtual console is just your answer. If that's you know? what I was going to say. That's when you just release virtual console. Mm-hmm. And you don't Especially even have to remake it. It's first party thing. It's first party. It's their own game. It's not even like Rare made it and, and who got bought by Microsoft. Like it's their game. Right. Who did make Wave Race anyways? I don't even know don't who know. made it. I don't know for, for some reason, all I think about when I, when I, in terms of like some sort of manufacturer or developer, like I think of Kawasaki. That's what, <laughs> when yeah, I think of Wave Race. That's like, what was I was there thinking a too. Did logo? it pop up? Yeah, there must I have been. I feel like it did. 
something that started with a K pops yeah. up at the beginning. Totally. What, what Maximum power. <laughs> I think all the, I'd love to get like a, a soundboard with all the, like the, the commentary, the guy who just like come and go like, oh, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> all the call outs. What was the noise when you like went out of the arena? There was some oh. something they said when you drove outside the All I can thing. think of is when I missed a buoy, like when I went outside and you go like, <laughs> like it, yeah. it, you, you lose all your power-ups. Oh, man. Oh, I need to see if anyone has like gameplay on YouTube. I would Seriously. totally watch that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's, so our, that's how you relive it. You just go mm-hmm. watch it on YouTube, I guess. Or, or just try to recall what the sound effects were. I'll, I'll give you guys <laughs> yeah. sound effects from. Maybe that'll be our new segment. You guys just give me a game, and I'll try to. I'll try to do some call outs, some sound effects yeah. from back in the Zelda. day. Mm-hmm. Do Zelda. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's 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 easy. Hop! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're actually pretty good at it. I do it a lot. Zelda like it really ones, yeah. is. It's not even just on the podcast. I do it with my kids all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up, Sean. Where can everyone find you on the internet? I don't want the show to ever be over, but you can find me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants, and like Cato said at the start, you can, uh, and please do, uh, leave a comment on the on the video version of this show at youtube.com slash Yumi Capri, where you can find all the other content in the Yumi Capri family, and if you really like the show, you can drop a buck or two or ten at patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. And you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at console Cato. That is all for episode 17 of the Nintendo Drive. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, just remember that I was right. Game Pass is not coming to the Switch for now. (laughs) 